Hi, my name's Alma Rob, and this is the Weekend Extra with Pastor Jeff. And we started a new series this week that uh, is Stop Along the Way that mm-hmm. you're going to do all summer, which seems to be really interesting. And tonight we talked about um, Come Follow Me. Yeah. And you were talking about um, the big thing that stuck out to me was the fishermen and the. Fi- um, you talked about being a firefighter and a police officer, how those kind of link with the fishermen at, at that time yeah to this day as and far as having a strong, strong identity in what you do right correct yeah. and one of the um, other things that you talked about was the sequence of events mm-hmm. and like why this happened before this and could you kind of um, go in a little bit more detail of that sequence of events yeah so what we we're talking about was you know the Jesus entered into uh, the disciples' world. So the, the the calling of the first four disciples, which was uh, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, and so two sets of brothers, and uh, Jesus wanted to make sense to them, and so they were fishermen. And we talked about how uh, being a fisherman was something that would have been like a strong cultural identity. I talked about being a firefighter. Like firefighters always have like firefighter knickknacks and stuff like that around, <laughs> and, and um, it, it would have kind of been like that a little bit. But Jesus showed up, and he does this miracle of the fish. And we just start asking the question, why, didn't, why that miracle? Why, not the, why didn't he change water into wine or heal, heal a leper or something like that? Why did he do that one? And we said because it made sense to them. It was real to them. They were expert fishermen, so when the boats were filled, they knew that that was miraculous, right? And Jesus gave them that miracle, and then called them to follow him. And so we're talking about that sequence of events a little bit and, right. and said, I, I think it's really important to look at that he didn't bait them with a miracle. He didn't say, if you come and follow me, I will do these things for you. Uh, he didn't say, if you have enough faith, if you sow your financial seed, if you you know uh, do enough good works, then I will bless you. He blessed them, right? and he said, uh, in essence, would you rather have the miracle or would you rather have the miracle worker? Because they, in essence, walked away from the miracle. Um, they, they, uh, they left that fish behind. Instead of taking it as a big lottery win, they took it as a big signal that that's who God is. And so I think God works in our life that way. You know, God shows up, and God blesses us in all kinds of ways that the Bible says that every good and perfect thing comes from the Father above. Right. And so everything good in our life is from God, and it's given to us not to make our life better and not to so that all of our dreams come true, like a Disney fairy tale, right. but so we can know God and we can know what he's like and what his heart is from us. So that, that sequencing is a big, big deal in my my mind, that Jesus said, here's your miracle, you can have it. It's a free gift. It's a lot like salvation. It's mm-hmm. a free gift. Right. But you have to, it also creates a choice. Would you rather have the fish or would you have the, rather have the miracle or rather have the miracle worker? Right. And you think about that today. If you if Jesus gave somebody fish, they'd be like, what's this? It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't have the same meaning Right. today as it did back then. So that brings up my other question. Um, how can we learn to know that the little blessings in our lives are really the big blessings or lessons from God? Yeah, so it's it's every good and perfect thing comes from above. So the, the way that the way that we 
start with that is we have to remember what we deserve. So Paul says our righteousness is like filthy rags. Uh, He also says the wages of sin is death. And so wages is what we earn for what we do. So we earn spiritual death, our sin, our rebellion against God. So one of the great myths of our time is that people are basically good. We're not. We're basically evil. And left to our own desires, uh, we will do evil things, we'll do sinful things, we'll do selfish things. So what I deserve is I deserve to be separated from God and punished eternally in hell. That's the only thing I can earn for myself. Everything above that is a gift from God. So like getting up in the morning is a gift from God. Food is a gift from God. Mercy is a gift from God. Forgiveness is a gift from God. The house, the car, the television, the kids, the you know, love, provision, it's all a gift from God. And if I don't see life that way, then I think that I am my own provider. I think I deserve it, which is where we become arrogant with like wealth or covetous. We want somebody else's wealth. But if I realize that God is the one who gives to me, then I become grateful and generous. I give and share like God has given and shared with me. So when I look around my life, I see God's goodness constantly. I just have to recognize it for for what it is. There's an old song uh, growing up in church. We used to sing it called Count Your Blessings. Mm -hmm. Did you ever Mm -hmm. sing that growing up? We did. So Count Your Blessings. Uh, name them one by one, count your many blessings, see what God has done, was like the refrain of that song. And it's really, really true. If you if you are struggling with uh, being melancholy or being bitter or being um, frustrated or disappointed, start writing a list of everything you're thankful for, and it will totally change your mind. Uh, if you're frustrated with your husband or your kids, start writing a list of everything you love about them, and it'll totally change your mind about them. And if you're disappointed with God, start writing a list of everything he's given you, and it will totally change change your mind about you. So you can see God's goodness around you constantly, and his goodness is, is he, he loves us, so his goodness is a gift to us, but his goodness is not because we deserve it, his goodness is because he wants us to see him. It's like, see my love for you. And you, you've you been, you ever given a gift to somebody, like one of the kids, and they're like, thanks. And you're like, really? Really? Yeah. And it, especially yeah. if it was expensive or they had been bugging about it, and they're like, I wanted the blue one. Like It's so disheartening that way because that those gifts are meant to be a reflection of our love. We're not obligated, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's this, it's the same <clears throat> way with God. And, and and when when we do that, we see God working in our life and his goodness all the time. And when we don't do that, we start to believe in luck or fate or uh, self-provision right. and it pushes us away from God. That's a good way to think about it. I don't always think about I know that I think about when I give a gift. To me, it's more exciting for me to watch the person open it and see their expression because I've put in so much, either I've made it or I've looked for something that I know that they really like. Yeah. So for me, I wait in anticipation to see their response and to see the response of, oh, it's a blue one, or you know that I haven't met their expectation or to yeah. make them happy kind of makes it all change. Yeah, and, and especially, you know, if they've been, 
the oh it's a blue one thing is like um you know I want a, I want an Apple Watch 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 well here's one I wanted the next model oh, and, yeah. and I mean you want to you want to hit somebody <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's like wow wow yeah I'm not a gift giver now I'm an obligated parent that you'll throw a fit if I don't do what you want me to yeah. it totally robs the joy out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, the other side is true, too. When you, um, We just did something for one of our, our sons who graduated, and he was so blown away and grateful. Yeah. And the joy, it wasn't like, a, look what you, you should be. It was total joy right. to give him that gift, total joy. And he received it with total joy and gratitude, and that was the beauty. And it was a blessing. You blessed him, and he felt blessed. Yeah. And, it, and so every time he <clears throat> uses it, he'll remember that joy and that blessing he'll he'll think of how much his mom and dad love him right which was the point of the gift, gift. Mm-hmm. you know what so. what god gives you as your gift day to day right don't take it for granted there it's the go. little things <laughs> and again this is alma rob with pastor jeff and the weekend extra 